0: I'm sorry I shouted so much. I just got so excited about that. <laughs> Chris, don't you ever apologize for shouting on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I just looking at my audio now; it is highly maxed out over the last four or five minutes. That's how you know it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, a measure of how awesome it less, is. Less? Why would you want less than maximum audio? That's what the vertical part of the sound wave measures. It measures how awesome it is. Okay. Girl, my lips are you pick me want Bob. You, my cash. shield, my tie. You, hard deal, We'll stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that's both A and not A. <laughs> and that's right. <laughs> Suck it, law of the excluded middle. And up yours modus ponens yeah. yeah it's all i'm all about modus tollens anyway um yeah hey hey you know what today is it's tuesday no john if, if oh my it's god tuesday, we went back in time it's tuesday again ah! Ah! <laughs> john uh, if it's wednesday then we're reading garfield today is wednesday but we're not reading garfield that? fuck you modus ponens <laughs> what, what's that well done, sir. Was that a was that a Meet the Press reference? What if it's Wednesday, it's being Jim Davis. No, that's no. that's your standard modus ponens. If p, then q. No, no, I know. Uh, that's the the tagline of Meet the Press. I Pre- have never watched. Uh, I have never watched Meet the Press. Oh, Tim Russard made. The, John, I, you know, I do not support the dishonest mainstream uh. media and the lies they tell. Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 1978, and we are looking at the 164th ever episode of Garfield. Chris, Mm. do you have a synopsis today? Yeah, John, in today's episode of Garfield, John Arbuckle appears to drink coffee with his dinner. I'm not saying it's good, uh, I'm not saying it's bad, but that seems like what's happening. Something a reasonable person would do. Yeah, I was going to make the argument that it might be some sort of tea or fucking, I, I don't know a, a toddy or some kind I don't know but uh, I mean, yeah I think I mean I know this is skipping ahead but panel two we see some of the liquid inside that cup and it is ooh, it is black it is yeah it's black it's black like black jet black yeah panel one I know we're all out of order but hey we traveled back in time yesterday Damn right you know Life is completely absurd panel. one: John Armbuckle is clearly <laughs> blowing Blowing uh, the the you know uh, that hot mug of something so we know it's hot You know he's blowing the the yeah. surface of the liquid and here's what's perplexing to me. I maybe I don't know I apologize for jumping ahead, but uh, mm. He's okay. So he's blowing on that cup. That's your supposition. So it's hot. Yeah, he's blowing uh, well, I, my supposition John To clarify unnecessarily, Mm. my supposition is that he is blowing not on the cup, but on the surface of the liquid inside the cup. Okay, two points on that. (laughs) (laughs) I find find that a a little bit disingenuous. I mean, of course, if he blows on the liquid, the liquid is in the cup. The cup, the rim of the cup is in between his mouth and the liquid. Some of that air is going to get blown on the cup as well. Okay. I'm not saying none of the air will hit the cup. That would be absurd. I mean, it's clearly accurate is, it to say he's blowing on the cup. He's blowing on the cup it of was coffee. Clear, look, the he, clear intent of what I was saying was that like, he was aiming at the liquid, not the cup. Look, there is an entity uh, such that it is a cup. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> if the cup has coffee in it, then it is a cup of coffee. No, there exists there exists a know. cup such that uh for, such that cu- for all contains cups. coffee oh okay okay uh, upside for the down set e, of all cups um, there exists a cup such that john arbor you know <laughs> you're listening to being jim davis the podcast that thought it understood propositional calculus <laughs> but then it turned out we don't know how to do that <laughs> Oh Hey, shout out to Bertrand Russell though, am I right? Hell yeah. Alfred North Whitehead Um, so Russell's teapot is sitting over just off to the left. Um, no, you're not gonna you're not gonna give me a fraga. Okay, okay, fine. Dude, frag this, man. Um Oh you were actually ma- okay, my, sorry. Look, my I second thought you point, were describing My second I was so busy interrupting you just des- not describing the strip that I thought you were describing the strip. Rather than making a Bertrand Russell you're, joke, you're I apologize. Still doing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, look. Apologies all around. I think uh, okay. we being Jim Davis owes both of us an apology. Uh, John, and a few and points on that apology. Go on. Uh, point number two. <laughs> it's it's amazing that we sometimes manage to have a third person on this podcast. <laughs> uh, it, <clears throat> look. Is there a is there a big honking turkey like a whole turkey on that table, <laughs> or chicken? I guess it could Possibly. be a chicken. It could be a chicken. Size relationships chicken. are are you know uh, uh, Jim Davis, who knows? Yeah. Um, but there's a whole bird of some kind, and it is piping hot. We see. W- I mean, it's not a goose, right? Wisps of. I, th- I find it highly unlikely that it's a goose. It could be a Cornish hen. Uh, it seems a little big. No, for a Cornish hen. I'm just kidding. It could not possibly be a Cornish hen. Chicken makes sense. Turkey makes sense. Could be a duck. I, I, I don't. Duck. I don't think it's a duck. I don't. Uh, it could be a large look, duck. Do I think it's a duck? No. Could it be a duck? Eh. Let me ask you a question, John. Okay, because all right, we've been we've look we've been whizzing through this this episode so far. I think we can afford to take a breather. We can take a little a little detour. Let me ask you a question. Do you think there's an answer to the question of what kind of bird that is? Or is it just uh, at some like is there a fact of the matter about what bird that is or is it just fundamentally unknowable? Um I uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm really interested by that question. Okay, go on. <laughs> Panel I think one. uh I mean, I think chicken is Panel fine. one. I think chicken is fine. Okay, we'll call it a chicken. I, I think turkey is unlikely because I can't imagine a single man eating a whole turkey. I, I think mm-hmm. chicken is plausible. It's still a little weird. It kind of seems like you said you had no interest in my question and then answered it at length. I said but a, go on. I said it. I didn't find it interesting. I said, I didn't say I wasn't going to try to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is such a good podcast. <laughs> I guess my, my to go back to my main complaint about your your point about the cup of hot coffee uh, uh-huh. is that if Jim Davis went to all the trouble of drawing that Mm -hmm. steam rising up from the let's just call it a bird why would he not Uh draw that over the cup of coffee as well if it's if it if as you uh allege it is also piping hot i mean john the answer the question answers itself if jim davis had drawn steam rising from the cup of coffee that steam would have been right in front of John Arbuckle's face. It would either have obscured John Arbuckle's face completely, in which case we wouldn't have seen this delightful expression he makes when he blows on the cup, or Jim Davis would have had to draw it translucent and sort of fit John Arbuckle's face in there somehow. That is a far too strenuous artistic challenge for our friend Jim Davis. Or he could have drawn the cup, like, 1 centimeter to the left. I mean he could have but he didn't. That would have been cleaner anyway. What are you anyway? saying? What are you, what are you saying? You're saying it's not hot coffee in there? I'm saying I'm I already feel left out that I can't see John Arbuckle's neck. <laughs> um you know what we haven't uh, even the touched on is in covering this panel up John Arbuckle's name. Garfield? We haven't even <laughs> Oh, okay. All right, two things. Uh Garfield is number 1. <laughs> <laughs> number 2 John Arbuckle's plate of delicious mashed potatoes. I'm assuming that's what they are. Mm, that's what it looks like. That's all he has on his plate. He has one small plate in front of him filled with mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and a larger mm-hmm. plate just off to his left that contains mm-hmm. the aforementioned complete bird. Yeah. John. That's weird. That's really har- weird. It is weird. It hardly even bears mentioning that John Arbuckle has no silverware whatsoever in evidence, <laughs> like, No way of eating the mashed potatoes other than, like, is he planning to eat them with his hands or just, like, smush his face into the plate? Same goes for the bird. Neither one of those seems especially plausible, given, given the nature of John Arbuckle, as we have come to understand him so far. It doesn't seem like something he'd do, no. Yeah. Um... Boy. uh, anyway, Garfield, uh Gar- Gar- remains, Garfield wanders on. Uh, he remains he's sick. Like, hack, sniff. Yeah, wheeze, he's still sniff, doing that yeah. thing. uh, Is he's it the haggard. same? Let's see. It's a different order, isn't it? Yesterday it was sniff, hack, cough, wheeze. Today it's half sniff, wheeze, sniff. Well, I mean, time has reversed itself, or something. Yeah, the cough has gone away. Mm-hmm. It's been replaced by a second sniff. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to panel two, or is there yet more to say in reference to this completely unremarkable first panel of a pretty mediocre strip? I suppose we can move on. Panel two, Garfield is eating the bird. Gobble, 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 mm-hmm. he says. The drumstick flies humorously off. Uh, I, You know, I actually kind of like this panel. It's Garfield it's, uh, looks it's funny. It's okay. It's okay he, he I, I like I like this this way of drawing Garfield when he's eating mm-hmm. where he's basically just an enormous mouth with rapidly moving arms mm-hmm. yeah it's um, it's the same um, Jim Davis has drawn Garfield arms the same way that he drew Garfield's legs uh, a while back when he was t- he was tap dancing on John's face. Yes speaking of whom John Arbuckle is performing one of his patented single takes. <laughs> Thank you. His head whipping around uh, <laughs> to stare at Garfield in disbelief. Imagine the visible portion of Garfield is just the whole of his being. Like mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a mouth on top of a set of of <laughs> legs that are rapidly brushing back and forth. <laughs> That's funny, but John. Funny. I don't have to imagine it. I've never developed object <laughs> permanence. I just assume that all that exists of Garfield is what I can see of him right now. I thought I thought you had developed object permanence by this point in 1978. It's hard to. remember, you're, you're, <laughs> you're 76, right? Uh, uh. I'm 77. 77. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, March 77. So by this point, yeah, I oh. probably did have object permanence. Okay, so, so uh, one and a half. In a couple months. Uh, in a couple months, you're gonna you're gonna be hitting the terrible twos. Oh, I look yes forward I am. to that era of our podcast. Yeah. Hey, if you think I'm fussy now, wait until I learn the word no. <laughs> um, okay. Panel Amy, Garfield's three. Garfield's eating the bird. Yeah, he's eating it. Panel three. Panel John three. John is staring at you the say. camera. Mm-hmm. With the same look of shock on his face. Yeah. The he's mugging for the camera. Bird of whatever variety it was has been mm-hmm. um, completely devoured, except for the yep. skeleton. Which mm-hmm. is humorously, allegedly, still in place, mm-hmm. mostly intact. Mm-hmm. There, there is one yep. bone that looks like mayb- maybe, perhaps, a femur. Yeah, I think that was one of the from one of the drumsticks. Okay, all right. Um, that's what. That's my supposition. That's, that's off to the side, uh, but the rest uh-huh. of the skeleton, like the ribcage and everything, are still like perfectly intact. And mm-hmm. Garfield is leaning on the counter off to the right. With his mm-hmm. head propped up in his left paw, and he's thinking, Chris. He's thinking, or is it, starve a cold, feed a fever. Hmm. A reference to a popular saying that people say. I guess. It's uh, it, it's an idiom. Yeah, I guess it is, John. I think it's. I think it's worth. Pausing on this just a moment, to note that I honestly don't know which one it's supposed to be. I don't. Do you know? Um, I think the way he says it in this panel is correct. So it may be. It may not. That makes but the neither joke of us work uh, slightly better. I think. I don't know. It. It's. Uh, uh, Neither of us are quite certain, is that correct? Let's not get into whether the joke works or not. I think that is immaterial. It doesn't clearly doesn't work. Clearly doesn't work. Yeah. I I think what's worth what's worth noting is that it appears neither of us is really very certain which version of the saying is right. And yet, as far as I can tell, neither of us has looked it up. Things we have looked up so far (laughs) this week propositional calculus, cryptology, cryptography Claude Levi Strauss Garfield yep. enigmatology <laughs> and uh, the book playing with power in movies television and video games from Muppet Babies to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, let, all uh, of that I deemed worth contraction as well yep 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 oh Leibniz Leibniz computer yep all all matters which we deemed relevant and important <laughs> enough to look up and check that they were correct. Modus ponens, another one. Um, I, but you no, know, Chris, I don't, I don't think we have anything to apologize for. If, I think if anything, no, no. I, think, I think it's you, the listener, that owes us an apology. Who should have? Yeah. <laughs> I could not that's, agree more. That's what I think, and I'm sticking to it. Well, and on that note, <laughs> this has been Being Jim Davis, a podcast brought to you by a universe finely tuned for the existence of Garfield. If you'd like to support our show, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit our blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, where you can interact with our highly energetic fan community. If you'd like to support us monetarily, you can search our CafePress store, which is at cafepress.com slash being jim davis you can follow us on twitter at being jim davis or follow me at inscrutable taco and i'm at the chris winter thanks for listening and good night good night oh Oh, man strong start